Baddies. <laughs> Welcome back, baby, to Drinks After Work with your hosts. I'm Abby. And I am Shannon. <laughs> that was Shannon. Shannon. Sometimes she goes by Sophia. And this is Drinks, Drinks After, After Work. Work. Woo! Woo. Your one-stop shop for everything overworked, underappreciated, girls, guys in their 20s, working hard during the week, playing hard on the weekends, you name it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, so this is episode 10. <laughs> <laughs> we are on two hands. Two hands. Two hands. How does that feel? How do you feel? I'm ready Wait, for feet. I don't want to say this, but like we've been on two hands. We just... <laughs> <laughs> two, 10. We're on 10 fingers. How about that? 10 fingers. Anyway. Episode 10. Honestly, it's flown by. It has. It has. I'm so excited. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in again. Yes, thank you guys for tuning in every single week. Honestly, I know we say it, we sound like a broken record, but we could not do this without you, without the moral support. Um, we really, really appreciate like all the kind words, especially lately. All the nice messages we've gotten have been awesome. So thank you guys, um, you know, just for listening every single week. We really appreciate it. Yeah. So while we were gone, it's been a minute, but we put another poll on our story. Yes, because that's what we do best. We're just collecting data left and right. We're data. We're data collectors. <laughs> we like to analyze data. Part-time part data analyzers. <laughs> no worries. Um, and we asked you guys, what is the best place for a Valentine's Day dinner in the Boston area? Yes. And men, if you're listening, Valentine's Day is a little over a week away. And if you haven't figured out what you're doing, one, figure you're, it the fuck out. You're screwed. Yeah. Um, because everything is probably reserved already. You're probably gonna have to get on your knees and beg to get a table at any of the restaurants that we're about to name. But you know, just for research purposes, we wanted to you know see what everyone was doing this Valentine's mm -hmm. Day. It's definitely on our radar. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So we put a poll on Instagram. We were like, what are the best spots in Boston to grab dinner for Valentine's Day? And we got a bunch of results. Uh, we did share some of them on our story, but we promised our listeners that we would reveal the rest of them here tonight in case you wanted to make those last minute reservations. Um, you know, slip the person on the phone, maybe like 20 bucks, hit their Venmo maybe 100. up. Maybe 100 <laughs> to get a spot uh, for Valentine's Day, especially with limited capacity. So what yes. did we have, Abby? What were some of the top ones we got? Okay, so I definitely don't want to repeat too much of what we already posted, um, but obviously I feel like the classic ones are like Lolita's, mm -hmm. Yvonne's, um, basically anywhere in the north end I feel like you can't go wrong with. As a quick sidebar, um, even if you're single, I'd recommend going to Lolita's because they have like the heartbreak margarita, mm. which I just feel like is a... <laughs> It's just a crowd pleaser on Valentine's Day. Sorry, go on. No, you're good. <laughs> but um, North End, yeah, it's Marielle, super romantic. Marielle was on the list quite a bit. Um, but so some other restaurants that you guys might not like think of as regularly, um, I thought were good. Um, so <laughs> a lot of them I have actually never heard of. Okay. So, well, one is... I did an honorable mention, the Banshee. Like, do you <laughs> want to die alone? Okay. This so, was sent twice. <laughs> Not so once, twice. The Banshee is a, it's a bar a in Dorchester. Bar. In, in Dot, all, road leads to Do all roads lead to Dorchester. <laughs> um, it's literally a dive bar, and they, like, are known for their European soccer that they play on the weekends. Um, I guess two gentlemen, um, one of whom is unfortunately dating me, um, but... but Put that that was the ideal spot for Valentine's Day dinner, but maybe we should just skip so right over that anyone, one. <laughs> if anyone needs Shannon on February 14th, she'll be in Dorchester at the Banshee. Or she will be somewhere else single. <laughs> oh, Michael. Oh. 
Um, okay. So, okay. Petit Robert Bistro. Sorry if I'm not pronouncing it correctly. Don't come for me. It's in the South End and I've actually been here before. I went for lunch on my birthday weekend. Ooh. Um, and I can confirm I would go there. The vibes are definitely cute. The food was great. I've never been for dinner, but I'm sure it's awesome. Moo was on the list. Michael, yep. take notes. I know Shannon's been, you know, liking Moo left and right. I love it's Moo. It's a steakhouse, duh. And then another one that I thought that doesn't probably get talked about enough is Offsuit. Have you heard of it? No. I think I mentioned it to you when it first opened, but it's... Offsuit? Um, offsuit? Offsuit, yeah. Mm. It's a new, like, speakeasy. Like, there's, like, an entrance, like, that you go in. Oh, I love that. And Wait, where is it? I couldn't tell you, but it's the tiniest, cutest little thing ever. Like it's so intimate. It'd be perfect for Valentine's Day. I'm pretty sure it only seats like 20 people. Like it's extremely tiny. Wow. I don't know how many it like fits with COVID and whatnot, but, and they also don't take reservations. So again, I don't, maybe that's not the best for Valentine's Day, but offsuit is definitely a good one. Um, there was Chart House, that's seafood. So if anyone likes seafood, it's across from the New England Aquarium. Um, Mare, am I pronouncing this right? Mare Oyster Bar. You've been there. Mare, yeah. Mare, Mare is, in, is in the North End. You can it's really confirm nice. it's good. Wait, yeah, it's so yeah. good. Um, and then a few others that we got. So Capo Basement, um, which normally is a party spot, but they have... Um, you know, Sunday Sinatra dinner, which is awesome. So some Frank Sinatra playing while you're having, having Valentine's Day dinner. It sounds awesome. I, I think that'd be super cute. Yeah. Um, obviously, Del Frisco's. Um, some gentleman wrote in. He was like, there's rose petals on every table, bubbly waiting. And he goes, works every time, which I don't know what the hell that means. A little creepy, but I kind of loved it. <laughs> I was like, I'm kind of living for this, but it's also a little predatorial. So I'm not really sure how I was going to take it. <laughs> Either works way. Works every time. Works every time. He's like, every single time it works every time <laughs> um so another person said on my couch alone watching grays beautiful says, no. i totally agree with that home alone eating pizza rolls and watching the notebook yeah no, come on the notebook <laughs> okay frenchy wine bistro so this one is right near south end buttery and um the barcelona wine bar obviously it's french food i feel like that's something different i feel like people don't like think of french mm -hmm. food a lot but yeah so there is mastro's obviously it's a great one um yes mastros and davios both are like in seaport right next to each other both, both amazing yeah yeah i'd go there there was like a 10 p.m reservation available at davios last time i checked so maybe mm. snag that one <laughs> 10 p.m yeah and then so someone said 224 which is actually in dorchester and it's surprisingly like you would never like think to go driving by like not that it's not cute but it's it's a small restaurant but it's actually pretty nice love that Amazing. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a bunch on here. Um, Ruth's Chris's, um, or sorry, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Really, really pretty. I think um, I've talked to a few people who say that's like their favorite steakhouse in Boston. So a big list. Um, I actually wanted to add one in here that wasn't included. Um, it's so, you know, Woods Hill Pier 4 yeah. in Seaport. Mm -hmm. So they do a Valentine's Day dinner in the, those igloos. Um, super cute, super romantic. The only thing is there's like a $300 minimum, which is... Or, or like 350 or something like pretty, pretty yeah. wild. So if you want to have like a boozy ass, mm -hmm. um, you know, Valentine's Day, like if you just and piss your girlfriend off and you're trying to, you know, redeem yourself, then maybe make reservations there. Yeah. <laughs> Look out rooftop also has egos too. So if you yes. want like a cheaper, I don't know how much they're going for, but yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. But yeah, so we'll we'll share the complete list with you guys. We'll like screenshot mm-hmm. it and throw it on our Instagram because honestly we had like a ton, a ton yeah. more that we didn't have time to go over, but we definitely wanted to help the gentlemen and the ladies out um, this Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Valentine's Day, we have an announcement. Woo! And some of you may already know what we're about to say if you're part of our Boss and Baddies Facebook group. Um, but so... And if you're a boy, then you probably just don't because we didn't let you in. <laughs> no, no, you don't know the scoop yet. But so Drinks After Work will be hosting a Galentine's dinner February 11th. It's a Thursday night because duh. Thursday, um, Thursday. And it'll be at Empire. And by the time this episode goes up, tickets will already be on sale. Hopefully they'll already be sold out by then. But if they're not, but then. But if they're not, um, <laughs> I think we're going to start off with um, promoting it in our group on Facebook. So if you don't, if you're not joined already, make sure you join now. Um, But if, you know, we still have tickets left over after our Facebook group gets first dibs, then, you know, we'll start promoting it on our Instagram. So make sure you guys keep a lookout for that. But we basically just wanted to get all the girls together that, you know, I think Valentine's is equally as important as Valentine's Day. Oh, I think it's more important. For sure. There's yeah. nothing better. I'll never forget. It was like two years ago. Um, I told you the story. Um, I was single at the time and I went to Strago Waterfront with like five or six of my girlfriends. It was right when like Seven Rings by Ariana Grande came out and there was <laughs> seven of us there and we were just like feeling ourselves. And we were sitting there and it was actually on Valentine's Day. And I remember looking around and there was all these people just like sitting there just like couples and they were all just like staring at each other like having like pleasant conversation and the seven of us were just absolutely getting after it like drink after drink after cosmo after cosmo like causing a scene and we were having so much fun and everyone at that restaurant like wished they were us it was awesome obviously <laughs> i love that so i guess that's my way of saying i think that galentine's day is more important uh which is why absolutely we wanted to do this because i think that since um you know since starting this facebook group you know, we've seen an amazing, um, like turnaround for like our show and everything. And it's been like so fun to watch. And we've met so many awesome girls through the Facebook group. I think we have like close to 700 members at this point. Mm -hmm. And so many girls are like, Hey, I just moved to Boston. I don't know anyone in the city yet. It's been completely brutal through the pandemic. I want to meet people. I want to get out there. I want to have drinks. I want to have fun. So we want to create like a fun COVID friendly environment. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to be following restrictions and everything, obviously, um, where everyone can just sit down, like have a dinner and, you know, absolutely get after it. So go over to our Facebook page uh, for details where you guys can buy some tickets. Yeah. So tickets were covered, the entry and the food drinks will be sold separately, but you know, Shannon and I have a few things up our sleeve, but we cannot thank big night enough for making this happen for us we are so incredibly lucky to work for the best group of people um so let's let's make this worth our time come yeah. hang out with us we want to meet out. everyone we want to meet you guys and we want to get shit face with you guys and on that note cheers cheers to the boston baddies cheers to the boston baddies Woo, we're the best kind yes cheers to the little baddies out there mm-hmm. what are we drinking this week we are drinking rosé we are drinking rosé. You know, like that rosé that looks like a rose at the bottom? Mm. That's what we're drinking. I'm biased because my male name is Rose, but I really love that. Okay. Let's dive into drunk, drunk deets. Let's do it. Let's dive the, the frick in drunk deets. <laughs> okay. Just deep dive. So let's start off this week first with the beautiful Megan Fox. Oh, so We talked about her the other day. I know. Oh, because we were watching New Girl. Yes. 
But and, and you were like, she's an alien because like she doesn't age. She's perfect. She's amazing. And and I was saying, look, she makes me want to go back to being a brunette. Like you know when you oh, know. you know when you cut your hair short and then you see a really pretty girl with long hair and you're yeah. like, damn it. And it's like the same. We went blonde and then I see Megan Fox and, and I'm like, like Wait. shit. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. Um. So Megan Fox is getting a little shit for her most recent Instagram post. So um, as if you guys don't know, she is dating um, Machine Gun Kelly. And he, MGK, classic, yeah. I couldn't trust myself to say that. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm going to butcher that. Um, so he was just on SNL. He performed on SNL. Mm-hmm. And being the supportive girlfriend that she is, she posted on her Instagram, like a thread of photos of their time, like that week from SNL. And she captioned it, SNL week, best performance that show has ever seen. Okay. Right. That's the that- reaction. Yeah. So, I mean, she's getting so much shit for this. People are saying, like, like how dare she, like, say that they're the best, like, when they've had, like, Justin Bieber, Megan Thee Stallion, Bruce Springsteen, oh my Jack God. White, Dua Lipa. Wait, really? People are getting mad over that? I yes. feel like... Okay, so I honestly think that people have reached a threshold where they're just like there's nothing really like to get mad about anymore because I feel yeah. like everything's been exhausted like 2020 sucked so I feel like people are just sitting around and they're like what can we get pissed off about now and it's like oh Megan Megan Fox said that her boyfriend was a, a great performance like let's 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 do that this week because we have know. nothing else obviously <laughs> like I feel like it's so stupid like put yourself in her shoes obviously you're going to be biased and say that your boyfriend was the best like you yeah. any girlfriend would do that yeah for sure so I mean I don't think she deserves the shit she's getting for this um I know SNL is known for showcasing like some of the industry's best musicians but like just let her and him have that little moment also what is she supposed to say like is she, she was she supposed to caption it one of the top 20 you know at least I know um, performances you know, that SNL has ever seen <laughs> you're the best baby no or was average she at to, best was she supposed to be like hey you know next to Justin Bieber and all those others like you're you know probably a close 50 yeah <laughs> no she would get more shit for that if she did that. But, you know, people, are, you're damned if you do, damned if you do. Yeah, don't. literally. Whatever. Oh, that sucks. Honestly, this is just one of those classic situations where she's just, like, too pretty. Anything she does, people get pissed. Exactly. Like, she breathes and people are like, how dare she? <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Um, okay. Moving on to Meghan Markle. Another beautiful Megan. <laughs> I, I, oh, wow. Look at you. Just making, connecting dots. Damn. <laughs> Woo, <Huzzah>. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. I don't okay. know. I took a shot before this. Okay. <laughs> Anything I say cannot be held against me. <laughs> No, I love it. I love this energy. Okay. So, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's son, Archie, his mm-hmm. birth certificate was edited. Why? Because Archie's a horrible name. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Yikes, they're gonna come for you. I don't know. Okay, shit. So, allegedly. It's alleged. alleged. Everything's alleged. Alleged. So, his birth certificate, they removed his mother's name and now it only includes her title. But she was not the one that requested this change. Obviously not. Who the hell would take their name off of their fucking child's birth certificate? Sorry, jar. Off of their child's <laughs> birth certificate. Just whips up money. Um, so, her title is Her Royal Highness the Duchess of Sussex. And they, they took her name off? They took her, yeah. That's all that's it says so under mean. the mother category. I know, right? Like, you push that baby out of your, mm, and you know, her name better be on that thing. Wait, that's disrespectful. Like, right? that's, that's the child's, I, mean, I don't, honestly. And you know, I know what is the worst part of it all is that, so, the son, that's the source, the son reported that the name changes were made amid reports of a rift between Prince Harry and his brother, Prince William. 
Okay. So it, I guess it was later confirmed that there was tensions between the two brothers. But so the birth certificate edits were seen as like a snub to William and Kate. Um, Wait, how the? Okay. Okay. I, was a I snub mean, to William and, and Kate. Because her name, her 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 formal name, Catherine, is listed on all three children's birth certificates. Okay. So I don't think her like royal name is on it. I think. It's Wait, her. I thought you were talking about Megan though. Yes, but I'm saying like so Prince William and his wife Kate Middleton, mm-hmm. like it was a snub to them because Kate's name on the birth certificate of her three children is like her full like real name. It's not like her title. Uh, so it was a snub. Okay. It's just stupid. I really don't understand the logic, but I mean, that's just the tea that's sweet. Wait, so just just to clarify then, is it mean against Meghan Markle for her name not being on it or is it, against, is it mean against Kate because they gave her the formal title and they didn't give Kate the formal title? That's what I don't get. Honestly, I don't really get the royals. I think I'm just going to say that. I just don't really understand them. Like I feel like there's so many like classy snubs as you put it yeah where like they do these little weird under like underhanded things that like affect each other and I don't really as like a regular person I guess I don't think I'd really care I'd be pissed if someone took my name off of my child's birth certificate I'd probably like burn down the royal palace but <laughs> <laughs> who's looking at the birth certificates like I, don't I haven't looked at my birth certificate ever oh yeah I don't like know. has my actually mom? it wouldn't it wouldn't Probably shock me if, it wouldn't shock me if you did <laughs> <laughs> like i mean i just think it's stupid i don't know why it's news but it is anyways moving on moving on <laughs> moving on so we got some bachelorette drama Woo! um okay so over the weekend dylan barber if i'm pronouncing this wrong i'm sorry he did a twitter q a about his time on the bachelorette and basically what the t is is that so Hannah Brown and Jed Wyatt. Yes. Yeah. I they were that. an item on her season. And basically his whole reputation life got ruined because there was like all these cheating allegations. Right. And he was like out like seen with like different girls and like models and all this stuff, right? Well, so what's what's coming out now is that so Dylan, but but keep in mind Dylan and Jed are friends. Okay. To this day. So keep this in mind. Okay. So he originally tweeted out, I'm talking about Dylan. Canceled The Bachelor and ABC. Kind of want to air out their dirty laundry. Mom got me riled up. So he tweeted that and then he tweeted again saying, ask away. So someone tweeted at Dylan and said, who from your season do you feel got the most screwed over by production? To which he responded, Jed. And then someone Mm -hmm. else was like, so are you saying Jed did not cheat on Hannah? To which he replied, yes. So basically... And mind you, this happened in 2019. Like, Mm -hmm. so not relevant anymore. Like... Hannah and Jed got engaged during the season 15 finale, but like it ended after Jed confessed to Hannah that he was dating another girl right before he left to film for the show. Like, which who, who the hell cares? Because right. it's like, oh, you, you dated someone that's sick. Yeah. He said the relationship wasn't serious, which is why they went their separate ways. But then the girl ended up coming forward and say that wasn't true. So of course she did. But with a little bonus from ABC. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, now people so people are speculating that Dylan is just trying to clear Jed's name and then people are also shitting on the producers yeah. of the show because they're saying like they let this happen, like his life was destroyed, blah blah blah. Of course it people was are coming I mean, people are coming for everyone at this point. But yeah. I just think it just goes to show how toxic this show really is. I just I stopped watching it. Honestly, like here's here's my thing yes I'm sure he was defending his friend but I'm sure there's some truth to it and he's probably pissed about the fact that his friend got completely screwed over by the entire experience 
some would argue. So some people are like, listen, everyone knows the bachelor is toxic. Don't go on it. If you don't know what's going to happen to you. Right. So it's right. almost like if you go on it, then you're asking for it. Yes. Things are bad. Things are going to happen. Yeah. And your name, you know, ruined. that the producers are shady and they're going to make you, oh, they're going to paint you in a way that you're not accurately. There's know? been multiple books that have come out about yeah. some of the shitty stuff that they done. I, I read something once about one of the, uh, there was this guy that went on like seasons ago. It was like years and years ago, like five years ago. He was a lawyer. And the first night he goes up to the bachelorette and he's like, Hey, I have um, a key to the bachelor suite or to the um, paradise suite. Mm-hmm. That's usually when they sleep together at the end. Yeah. He was like, I have a key to the paradise suite. Like you and me, like, let's go right now. I was basically like asking him, asking her to like sleep with him right then. And there, like at the first rose, there, like the first night. And she Bold. was like, well, right. And he looked like a creep. And she was like, what the hell? Like, no, she sends him home. Obviously he's being a freaking creep. And then it came out months later. He was like, yeah, like they, they paid me like a bunch of money to say that. Like no. th- there's so much. You know much? I have no idea, but he was so like, I would never say that. Like they wanted to get me off the show. Like I was already like determined as one of the people that were going to get kicked off predetermined. It wasn't even like up to her. So I don't know. There's a bunch of shady stuff that's come out about the show overall. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. I really want to know what triggered him. Cause he said, his original mom, tweet mom. was mom got me riled up yeah maybe he's talking to his mom and she was like she was like go out there and tell the world what you know <laughs> i know but i wonder what triggered that i mean we'll never know i don't but. know i just think it's a sketchy organization and i think to st- like this is the whole thing right like to stay relevant for that many for that long i remember being in middle school and my grandmother was watching the bachelor and that's how i first heard of it and in order to stay relevant and for people to be talking on podcasts like we are right now about the show like season after season after season you have to be so shady and so conniving and willing to like just screw these people over and it's like you go on you can either become an influencer have your life paved out for you like have everything go your way or you can just get completely like you know shit on yeah and get screwed over so it sucks all right well that's the tea this week on drunk deets that is the tea um and i think kind of going hand in hand with like the just the topic of you know famous people and like what they go through and everything um so for our main segment we wanted to talk about the ever elusive topic that's a fancy word <laughs> i don't it's not it's actually not that elusive it's pretty common i don't even know why i said that <laughs> just china's brought in my right you just go with it it was my word of the day God. um we were talking a little bit earlier about, you know, celebrities mm-hmm. um, getting getting work done, getting Botox, fillers, shit done to their face, ass implants, you name it. And kind of how it's shaped pop culture, how it's shaped the everyday person, like the trickle down effect, the Instagram face, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so we were talking a little bit about that, Abby and I were earlier. Mm-hmm. And I guess like the main thing we wanted to talk about was the Instagram accounts out there that go out to expose, you know, expose these people and expose the Mm -hmm. celebrities. Yeah. So there's an Instagram account. It's called IG famous by Dana is formerly IG famous bodies. And basically it's just this Instagram account that like Shannon said, exposes celebrities for the good and the bad. Like she'll give a celebrity like props when like they own up to like getting a boob job or a nose job or whatever it is. But then she'll expose people like Madison beer who clearly have had work done i mean it's uh, i mean she still to this day will not admit it yeah but i mean yeah unless people are like legitimately photoshopping these photos which i don't think that they are i think the photos the proof is in the photos like yeah homegirl got a nose job nothing wrong with that but just own it but so basically this instagram account is exposing celebrities and you know i guess our question is 
is this okay? Yeah, exactly. Like, is it is it okay? And by, and by the way, IG Famous by Dana. I, I love Dana. Like, I've been following her for years, mostly because it's a little boost to my self-confidence. But um, there's there's a bunch like that. There's a bunch of accounts like that yeah. that they expose as celebrities. But she was just kind of the first one I found. And what's really interesting is, like Abby said, she'll post, like, before and after. So she'll post a picture of Kylie Jenner, you know, five years ago and then Kylie Jenner today and she'll make the caption like, you know, I, my body changed through childbirth or whatever. And it's like a completely different body, like, like light years different. And it's like, well, this doesn't just naturally happen. And another one who denies it is, uh, Bella Hadid claims she has never, ever gotten plastic surgery. Like does it has never gone under the knife. And if you see her before and after, it's like different nose, different eyes, different eyebrows, like the entire face, completely different. And she like won't admit it. You want to know what I don't get is that like why? Because honestly, if I were a celebrity and I had disposable income, like they do like thousands and millions of dollars of disposable income and I could alter my face and body, I would do it in a heartbeat. (laughs) Oh, there are many things that I would like to change about my appearance. But it's also like but bragging. But it's expensive. Right. And it would be like bragging rights because I'd be like, wow, look, look what a nice face I constructed. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like the face you're born with, it's like kind of like up to fate. But like, this is my fault. Like I'm yeah. like, I'm the re- like I architected this. <laughs> I didn't even know. I thought my whole life up until recently, up until this podcast, I thought I liked my nose. And then I realized side profiles were a thing. <laughs> I didn't really know that that was a thing. And now I'm like, I need a nose job. I, I need something no. done because I don't like my side profile of my nose. But looking forward, I'm like, okay, I like her. But to the side, <laughs> she, I'm like, she's nice. I don't know what needs to change. Maybe a little, mm, I don't know. Honestly, I love your nose. But I think you bring up a great point is that these people, right? Like celebrities are under public yeah. scrutiny all the time. So it's totally, under, it's understandable. It's it's acceptable. You, you're you a movie star. You're an influencer. You're whatever. You're on Keeping Up With The Kardashians since you were 12 years old. Eventually, you're going to see something you don't like about yourself, and you're going to tweak it. Then you're going to do something else, and it's it's fine. And I guess it leads into a whole another topic about body dysmorphia, which we can get to another day. But I just think that it's okay. We all we all have insecurities. Um, I think the point that these um, accounts are trying to get to is they're not trying to like hate on people for getting work done. And in fact, like the girl that runs this account, she openly admits she's like I get fillers I get Botox like I get I get shit done to my face all the time her issue is that there are you know 15 year olds 16 year olds like young girls out there that follow you know the Kylie Jenner's of the world the Madison Beers of the world look up to these girls and mm-hmm. idolize them and they think that this is just how these girls look and that they're this naturally beautiful and they see the Australian models that just like are super thin and have a big butt and big boobs and like huge hips somehow but they're like torso is like and they think that that's normal. And then they they start to think, oh, well, like, yeah. I don't look like that. What's wrong with me? Like, I'm so gross and ugly. And they're just trying to, like, get rid of that stigma. And they're like, listen, if you have, you've had work done, that's fine. Just come clean about it. Because you're hurting all these people out there that just are going to compare themselves to these insane body image ideals and just, like, think badly of themselves. So I think that's kind of the whole point of the account, which, I don't know, like, I thought was, you know, originally, like, pretty cool. So... So my take on it is I see both sides. Right. So a part a part of me is like, should celebrities and influencers be held to a higher standard? Right. Do they owe anyone an explanation for anything? I think that's the true question. And a right. piece of me is almost like, like I understand where this Dana girl is coming from, whereas like it could be damaging to young girls who look up to you. Right. But at the same time, I'm also like, Okay, but at what point is it like a parent's or mother's 
responsibility to educate their children on like, like, listen, like you're beautiful the way you were born. If there's something you don't like about it, you can change it. But just so you know, like a lot of what you see on the internet is not real. Things are photoshopped, things are edited, but things are also physically changed and like right. just educate their own kids on it so that they grow up without poor self-esteem because I mean I feel like if someone were to like walk up to you someone that you don't even know and was like do you get Botox like it would be rude right. but it's okay to do to a celebrity yeah that's so true it's do almost you know like we're treating them like they're not humans exactly but do they have a different responsibility because of the fact that they're celebrities and but at what point is it like do they do they deserve do they get as a celebrity any sense of privacy mm, that's a good point there's just two sides to every story and and I just I don't know what the right answer to this is but I think it's worth having a conversation about because I feel like people are so quick to just shit on celebrities just because yeah. it's easy but like they have feelings yeah like we have feelings that's a good point and and you brought up like exactly what I wanted to talk about because as much as I think that you know a lot of these accounts out there have great intentions where they're like we're trying to educate the you know the girls out there and the guys out there mm -hmm. about what's a realistic beauty standard and they even like they'll post pictures of like Kim Kardashian and the way that her like her waist and her hips go and they're like your hips shouldn't go out right where your belly button is like they should go out they should go out like a little bit like above that or there's like some sort of like a diagram where you can tell if a girl has had hip injection or um hip implants like like fake hips like look a certain way like if you go on people's um, I didn't even know you could get hip implants yes I it was just butt yeah like implants. kim kylie like all those girls to um, have that out like hourglass curve yes like it, you know like it's like so insane where they're like waist is so teeny yeah and then their hips are just so big oh see i thought it's, it was just those like waist trainer shit making their well, torso right and, and again this is all like speaking like allegedly but like the pictures that have been shown like, you can see a picture of kim kardashian from 10 years ago which I mean, she was in her like 20s or maybe even like close to 30s. Like her hips did not look like that. Mm -hmm. She got fake hips done and they have like a certain look. So basically what this, what these accounts will do is they'll post that and they'll be like, okay, this is what fake hips look like. This is how normal hips look like from like an anatomy perspective. Don't compare yourself to that. Like this is what people look like. So the point is supposed to be educational, which I think comes from a good place. But um, to your point, I think that there's two issues with it. The first one is, is like you said, do these people really owe it to anyone to admit that they've had work done? Mm -hmm. Like if I, which by the way, I'm planning on doing, if I get a nose job next week, do I owe it to anyone to say, Hey guys, I got a nose job. Like if I want to say that great, but if I want to like lie or pretend like it didn't happen because that's my privacy and it's my body and it's, it's my right to decide what I divulge about my body. I feel like that's okay. Mm -hmm. And there was times like years ago where bringing up this sort of a thing, like a girl getting work done, like, you know, 20, 30 years ago, I feel like would be very, taboo. I don't know, like taboo. Like you wouldn't yeah. bring that up. But these days I feel like there's this obsession with like being your realest, most genuine self and like being open and honest and real. And I think that's great. But I'm also like, if someone doesn't want to do that, that that's okay too. Like what if a girl is so uncomfortable and so self-conscious that she doesn't want to talk about, you know, getting right. work done because she's so embarrassed or so self-conscious and like bringing that up will open up like trauma for her right. in that situation. I'm like, well, should she have to admit it to the world? Like, I don't think so. I don't know. It, yeah. It's a definitely a sticky, a sticky subject. And then I think the other issue is bullying because mm -hmm. a lot of these girls, like, for example, I didn't know Lana Rhodes had a fake butt. Remember I used, to, I used to show you, you pictures and I was like, this is real. This is insane. <laughs> and then on her podcast, like a few weeks ago, she came forward saying, oh yeah, like I went, it was like an illegal thing that she got like, um, silicone, 
like big horse needles with silicone injections oh, shoved into her butt. And she was like, that's literally what my butt is. And I, I respected her for saying that because before I was like, how the hell is she that thin with such a big butt? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I wonder what but, that feels like. But like a lot of these um, people who get like discovered or found out about on these accounts that they got work done, the people that follow these accounts, which like this Dana girl has like 200,000 followers or something, wow. they go out and you know, they attack these celebrities and they're like, you're fake, you're gross. It's like cancel culture. And that is, that's bullying. Even if it's a celebrity or an influencer, like you going out and like shaming their body and what they look like and whatever, like that's still bullying and it's still going to affect them. So I feel like that's kind of like the second downside to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you said it perfectly. Like cancel culture is definitely, I feel like way more prevalent today than it was even like two years ago. Like people are like people tried to cancel Madison Beer so hard, mm-hmm. and and I mean, at what point is it like just let them live their life? Yeah, well, it goes back to the little pretty things. The same shit with Megan Fox. It's like anything Madison Beer does, people just hate. They're like, oh my god, she literally took a sip of her coffee the wrong way. Like seriously, fuck that bitch. I know. <laughs> I guess what we're getting at, guys, is like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. So you might as well just live your life how you want. Yes. And I will, and I will say though, like with, I think like this wasn't obviously like the main, like the point we were trying to make, but when it comes to like getting work done and stuff, I feel like we all have this obsession with like, there's like an ideal like face right now that people want to look like. Everyone wants to have like this like perfect nose, like perfect cheekbones, like square jaw, like everything, like the same big lips. And I think you just have to remember that there was a day when Sarah Jessica Parker was told she needed to get a nose job to make it in Hollywood and she refused to do it and she became Carrie Bradshaw on Sex and the City. So just remember that and you'll be fine. And I sound like a hypocrite because I definitely like have gotten Botox and stuff in the past, but oh well. <laughs> it's okay, girl. You you own it. Own it. I'm personally, I have not gotten any work done. I would love to, but I'm a baby and I'm afraid. You so. had an appointment, right? Like you were going to, yeah. you were going to get your lips done and then you canceled it yes. or something? I'm a chicken. Because of the needles? No, because I've just heard so many horror stories about, like, the whatever, like, migrating up and stuff. And, like, it, like, showing here. And I just, like, don't want to take that risk. And, like, you've told me, like, sometimes, like, you can, like, feel, like, the beads. And you're like, it goes away, though. And I'm like, dude, but those, (laughs) however many days or weeks that I have to feel it for will drive me insane. (laughs) I can't risk it. You know, it's just not worth it to me. Even though I truly do hate my lips more than anything, my upper lip. That's why I don't smile ever uh, ever, ever. <laughs> in photos i don't smile ever and it's because i hate my lips but you know what it's fine whatever we're just gonna anyways anyways okay <laughs> moving on to the over under this week over under for those of you that don't know it's overrated underrated we want to talk about it because there are things in this world that are just overrated underrated they don't get talked about enough so this week overrated airpods that's my take i mean i just I don't get it. Okay. But like, I'd love to hear what you have to say. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so the floor is yours. I think that it was a great invention. I think Bluetooth headphones, amazing. The small ones, you don't have to worry about the wire anymore. I think the, the small ones. Stupid. Yeah, well, there's like wireless beats, you know? Oh, okay. You know what I mean? I was like, wait, like the big ones? Like, <laughs> no. No, there's only one size. Um, but so I think it was a great invention. However, I own AirPods. They're not the like the newer ones, but like I got them like maybe a year or so ago. Okay. And... First of all, they hurt my ears. Okay. They're not comfortable. And they fall out so easily. Really? Okay. Yes. And um, literally, like, they fell out of my ear one time while, while we were rollerblading, and they chipped. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, yeah. 
for a jar. But, um, like, I just think they're overpriced and overrated for what they are. Like, I think if they could, you know, make a few changes, I would, you know, spend the money. But, like, $200 plus for, for an earache? Yeah. I don't know. I think they're overrated. I think they're a great invention, but I think they need improvement. Sorry. Okay. Okay, so I I get where you're coming from. So basically, you're like it's one size fits most, not one size fits all for the for the AirPods. Maybe it's just my ear, but yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe you know. just have like weird ears. Maybe I mean, if anyone, <laughs> I've else... never taken a good hard look at your ears. <laughs> oh, thank God they're being covered right now. <laughs> but let us know in the comments if you're on YouTube if AirPods hurt your ears too. Yeah, and let us know me. if you have weird ears as well because we love <laughs> we love to hear about it. All right, enough about ears. What about your overrated? No, no, no. I just wanted to say as a as a sidebar. So I definitely get where you're coming from. However, I don't know if I can agree that AirPods are overrated only because. Of going to the gym. Yeah. Because like, like I said, great invention. Just, I think they're I just, I just think like the old days of like wearing like a wire and then you're like, you know, tucking the, um, the iPhone like into your sports bra mm-hmm. and you pull it out and like, there's like boob sweat on it and you're like, ew, this is gross. Like nowadays you can just put your phone down like near you and you can just like work out and not have to worry about like your phone like flying or you're on the treadmill and it falls off. Yeah, or no, something. that's definitely a huge plus. Huge plus. But I just think the, the cons outweigh the pros for me. I honestly can count the number of times that I've worn them on like one hand, maybe two. Okay. Cause I only wear them on like planes and like okay. I don't even wear them to work out anymore. Right. No, that makes I mean sense. that's because I don't work out. They're but. helpful for like sales calls for me because like I use them as like my um like headset like wired wireless mm. headset. But I guess yeah for most people maybe maybe they're overrated. Okay. Mm-hmm. My overrated is mac and cheese. Mister Man's not gonna like that. <laughs> oh, really? He likes mac and cheese. You know he makes his famous mac and cheese. Oh, it's true. His mac and cheese, yeah. But but he like he likes everything. Like he he just like eats a lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> but he makes really good mac and cheese. But okay, true. why is it overrated? He and does. Like, what do you mean? Like Kraft Annie's? You hate Annie's it all. Mac and cheese. Baked I mac just, and cheese. You hate my Nana's mac and cheese. I hate your na- your Nana's mac and cheese sucks. <gasps> Take I've that ne- back. I've never you had. You can your- say Mystery Man's mac and cheese sucks, but you can't say Nana's sucks. I've never had your Nana's mac and I cheese. I don't care. It's the best. Thing you've never had <laughs> you're like about to get mad over a scenario we're in never... a fight you know what this is exactly what your problem is you get mad over things that don't actually happen i yeah i make shit up in my head i know because <laughs> all i do is not sleep and overthink and overanalyze yeah 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 we'll, we'll talk about that story a different That's, day yeah it's a story for another day but why is it overrated okay so eyes? mac and cheese um i just honestly think like people are obsessed with it it's powdered cheese which kind of gross i'm talking about box mac and cheese by the way like not okay. like homemade obviously okay box mac and cheese it's a powdered cheese what the hell is that i don't know what it is how long has it been out i don't think there's an expiration date on it it's probably not actually great for you now that i think about it like what and is powdered cheese? i don't know what powdered cheese it's a dry powdered substance and it says it's cheese and all of a sudden it's gooey and mushy i don't know it also has like the worst ingredients in the world it's pasta powdered cheese like a stick of butter and then milk and i just I, I'm all for comfort food. Like, I totally, like, respect that. I just think I'd rather have pasta with just, like, olive oil and, like, a little bit of Parmesan on it. And, sure, it's, like, still unhealthy and stuff, but at least I know what the hell it is and I know what's going in my body. And the most disturbing part is that it's, like, what people get for their kids. And it's, like, why are you feeding your child, like, powdered cheese? Like, I, I don't know. I just think it's kind of – I think it's kind of gross. And also, I think I also have a personal issue with it because sophomore year, my mom got me one of those like giant packs of mac and cheese like to have at my dorm room, like as like a 
you know, in case you need it type thing. The and ones that you microwave, like the... Yes. And <laughs> See, those were so clutch in college. So clutch, except for when you're a sophomore and it was like a really, really snowy year where it like snowed almost every single day. We had a bunch of snow days. I was just in my apartment. I'd eat mac and cheese for like lunch oh, so and dinner. So you have a personal vendetta And for I gained 15 pounds and I looked disgusting. <laughs> so I just have a personal vendetta. Any, anyways. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Underrated. Okay. So this just came to me this week because Boston just got some some snow. Keyword on snow, some. Yeah. Um. Okay. Underrated. Having a garage to park your car in so you don't have to shovel your car out of the goddamn snow. Mm. I think it's underrated because when I lived at home, I had a garage. Right. I parked my car in it. Best thing ever. Don't have to get into a freezing cold car every morning. Mm-hmm. Didn't have to shovel off my car. And now that I've moved out. I'm in the city. I have a parking spot. I'm blessed to have a parking spot off the street, but it doesn't have a cover. And, you know, one, it's definitely not good for the car. No. And two, I just don't like doing it. It's annoying. (laughs) I just don't like it. It's annoying. (laughs) It's an inconvenience to have to spend X amount of time doing it. And I think it's underrated to have a garage. I think that's huge. I think, like... Wherever I move next, I want a garage. I don't care if I have to pay $400 a month to park my car somewhere. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm sick of the freaking snow. Anyways, what's your underrated? No, no, no. I, I agree with you. I think that covered parking is super, like, so clutch, especially mm-hmm. in the Northeast. Like, I don't think it matters if you're, like, in L.A. or, like, down in yeah. Miami or something. Like, it doesn't matter. But to your point, like, I remember not as much of an issue this year, but, like, in the past when I lived in Dorchester and we'd have to go into the office and I would have to shovel out my car and I remember just being so brutal because I forgot like a shovel one time I had to go to like my next door neighbor who was kind of creepy and he like brought out the shovel and was like make sure you bring it back and I was like shoveling out my car and like you're like sweating wearing work clothes and you finally get it out and then you're like late to work and it's just like a very stressful experience so yeah that's why that's why you either get a garage or a boyfriend one or the other (laughs) if you can't have a garage get a boyfriend that's the next best thing (laughs) get a boyfriend and do it for you Oh my god! Am I wrong? No, no, that's that's true. Wait, so does does Mr. Does he shovel out your car for you? Are you guys at, at that level where he'll shovel out your car? Um, yeah, he did the other day mm. when I was at his place. He did really. Mm-hmm. Wow! During the work day too, he took time out of his busy work day to go shovel off my car so I could leave. That's so nice. Yeah, I love that. Garage or a boyfriend? Take it or leave it. I don't know. <laughs> What's underrated? Oh, garage or a boyfriend. Okay. My, sorry. Like, I just like had like a brain fart. I was like, <laughs> wait, my underrated. Wait, underrated, not overrated. I just said Correct. overrated. Okay. So my underrated, I would have to say is New Hampshire. I used to mm-hmm. think that New Hampshire sucks. Like I'm, I'm born and raised there. Like it wasn't fun whatever but since like the pandemic like it's been so nice there and I've been like going to my parents house and like hanging out there and it's like so much more chill and relaxed and I feel like in Boston people are always just like yelling at you and they're like mean and they're, you're, yeah they're way more chill. and you're like trying to get on like an elevator and people are like flipping you off and like they hate you and I feel like in New Hampshire has been so nice like over the summer like probably not right now mm-hmm. but over the summer we've been going there and it's like we go to the lake and it just fe- you just feel like you're like in a different world and it's been so nice and relaxing. Yes. And then in the in the winter like there's there's skiing. Like I feel like Massachusetts doesn't really have that many ski mountains. 
Considering we're in the Northeast, like not we don't compared have, to the other northern states, isn't it weird though? Like Vermont, New Hampshire, like Maine, Maine, like you can go skiing, but in Massachusetts, like, like there's Wachusett Mountain. I was literally thinking the same thing. Is that the only mountain Massachusetts has? Uh, I should know this, but I don't. Um, you know, I I do agree with you because I before I moved here and before I became friends with you and mm-hmm. our friend group, I had never, re- I'd, I had been to New Hampshire a couple times, but not really. I never experienced Lake Winnipesaukee. Um, Lake Winnie's amazing. So fun. 10 out of 10 would recommend. And it's like also like in the, like when you go to the sandbars in the summer, it's like literally it's like a, so fun. It's a it's party. A it's like a banger. Yeah. yeah. And you know, their motto is, what is it? Live for your die. Live for your die. Like, I who doesn't love, love that? that. It's awesome. I love it. I stand by it. I, Agree. <laughs> Underrated New Hampshire. I concur. Okay. I concur. All right. New Hampshire. That's it for Over Under this week. That is it. That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. So before we go, we just had a cute little update. <laughs> we started a new segment so you guys can see us more than once a week. So coming <laughs> soon, we have a new segment called Sip and Dip. Sip tell, and Dip. Tell the people what it is. Sip and Dip. It is not where we um, ding dong ditch or dine and dash, by the way. It kind of sounds like that, right? Like I was, like, dip, yeah. I was like, will people think that? So basically what Sip and Dip is, we're going to be um, dropping our video in the next few days. But every single week, we're going to go to a different restaurant in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly restaurants that are like known for their drinks and stuff. Mm-hmm. We're going to order four um, four drinks off the menu. One vodka drink, one tequila drink, one espresso martini, and one surprise me drink. Yes. So basically, um, we started off at, where'd we go? We went to Lincoln, Lincoln. in South Boston. Mm-hmm. And um, we had a bartender whose name was, I think, Timmy. I wrote it down. I forget. You'll find out in the video if you watch it. But he <laughs> it was definitely great. was not Timmy. <laughs> Yes, it was. Was it Timmy? I don't think it was Timmy. I think it was. I thought it was like Connor. Tommy? Tommy. Tommy. Connor. I don't know where I got Connor from. <laughs> Shit. No, I'm going to hold, please. Sit and dip. <laughs> Tommy. It was Tom. Tommy. Confirmed. Okay. I said Timmy. I was close enough. I was thinking like fairly odd parents <laughs> for a second. Obviously. Um, um, but so, yeah, that's coming so you guys can see us a little bit more often. And, you know, we're going to take... Um, recommendations on where we should go next. You yes. can either slide into our DMs or, you know, we'll probably post another story or a poll because that's what we do best. Mm-hmm. And let us know where you guys want us to try. So basically, we just want to try all the best cocktails in um, Boston. And we forgot to say, so basically, we're going to rate it on a binary scale. So that's a zero or a one. Yes, because we, we're not good with math. So like no nope, 1.3 bullshit. We're not going to Dave Pornoy it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> as much as I would love to, we're not going to. We're just going to make it real simple for all of us involved. So zero, which means I would not have the drink again. One means I would definitely have it again. Yes. So we're going to hit every single restaurant in Boston. We're going to get four drinks. We're going to get shit face, crawl home every single week. And then we're going to vlog it and share it with you bitches. Yes. <laughs> and hopefully it gives you some places to go. Cause uh, like, I feel like a lot of the girls, um, that we've been connected with lately have been like, where do I drink? Where do I yeah, go? We're about so. to tell you. So buckle up, stay tuned. We have a lot of good stuff coming and, you know, stay tuned for more information and footage coming from our Galentine's dinner. If you're listening to this on the day of the release, um, make sure you copy your tickets now before they sell out. There's a limited quantity that we are selling and yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Yes. And make sure that um, if you have not already, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, that you um, subscribe. Make sure that you comment. Leave us a five-star rating or what, however many stars you want. Honestly, I don't care. If you're on YouTube, make sure that you comment and subscribe. Thumbs Tell up. your friends about us. Talk some shit. Talk some hype. Wherever the hell you want to do. And we'll see you little baddies next week. Woo! Woo! That's a wrap.